Hey friends, this is Jake. Welcome back to the Creative Unblocked Podcast. This episode is titled, How to Win the Internal Battle Going On in Your Mind. So how can you win this internal battle that seems to be going on in your mind? And the quick answer is, is to become a witness to this battle rather than a participant. And I want to explain that throughout this episode because this is a major shift that when I first started moving into this, when I was stuck, uh, I literally felt like I was losing my mind. But uh, this really is a great place to explore if you're feeling stuck. So when this internal battle that seems to be going on in your mind, it seems to be going on at all times. Now, when you are stuck in a problem, that won't go away. So maybe it's a business problem, a relationship problem, um, trying to figure out which direction your career to go. Either way, this problem won't go away. Um, And you're feeling immense fear over being stuck and not knowing which direction to turn or what to do moving forward, then this voice, these voices are constant and they're very, very loud. And one of the ways, oddly enough, when I was stuck, one of the ways I would gauge my success for the day was how I handled my quote unquote inner world conversations. And you know what I'm talking about because we all have voices in our head. Now that's not news to anyone. Um, now, we don't like to talk about these inner voices because that is what insane people do, right? But in fact, the only thing that separates us um, from those that we deem insane is that we don't actually speak out loud uh, what our thoughts are. And to illustrate, um, I want to talk about a podcast interview that featured uh, Eckhart Tolle um, as he spoke on this subject. You know, Eckhart Tolle wrote um, the Power of Now and New Earth, and he was being interviewed by Krista Tippett of uh, The Creative On Being, an amazing podcast in and of itself. I love Krista's work, and um, I'll link the podcast uh, episode so you can hear him talk about this. But she asked him about um, this experience that he had that he wrote about in the book in regards to you know the voices in our head and then people being insane that uh, talk, walk around and talk out loud what voices are in their head. So below is just a, a quick excerpt from that podcast. And so Krista says, you tell this story in a new earth where you experienced a woman talking to herself on the train, right? Um, I want you to tell that story that she was caught in her thoughts and then you came to understand that you had some of the same problems. And so Eckert says, yes, you know, I would sometimes see her on the train and she would continuously talk to herself or to an imaginary person in a very angry voice, continuously complaining. And then he did this to me. And then he said, and I said, and how dare he tell me this? And I watched this in amazement. How can anybody be so insane and still apparently have a job? Because she would catch the subway every morning. And one day I was washing my hands in the bathroom and I thought, my God, her voice, she never stops talking. And I suddenly realized, well, I do that too, except that I don't do it out loud. And then I thought, I hope I don't end up like her. And somebody next to me looked at me and I suddenly realized in shock that I had actually said these words aloud, just like her. I said, I hope I don't end up like her. And so he realized, so I realized that my mind was an inse- my mind was as incessantly active as hers. Our only difference was that my thought was mostly based on feeling sorry for myself. 
It was depressed kind of thinking. Her patterns were fueled by anger. It took years before I was able to really step out of the stream of thinking and realize there is a place inside of me that is far more powerful than the continuous mental noise with which for many, many years I had, be, I had been completely identified just like that woman. You know, so Eckhart Tolle went through his own struggle. At 29, he was in the depths of depression, and he talks about it in his own language. And he says, I was in the depths of depression, and I lived in anxiety about my life and my problems and my future. One night, I woke up again feeling this sense of dread, and a phrase came into my head, which said, I can't live with myself any longer. I can't live with myself any longer. And suddenly, I was able to stand back and look at that phrase, and I thought, oh, that is strange. Who am I? Who is this self I cannot live with? Because there must be two of me here, if that phrase is correct. There are two of me. The I, capital I, was there, and the me that I couldn't live with actually was the continuous mental noise, the stream of thinking that considered life and that considered myself as a problem. And see, this is what inspired his journey that moment to explore and write and then teach about this concept. And obviously, Eckhart Tolle is a monster success. But oddly enough, it started in a very intense place. I mean, that's a really intense thing. And maybe you've said that before. Maybe you've never said it out loud, but you've, you've said to yourself, I cannot live with myself. And that's something that, you know, uh, most people that are on any kind of brink of suicide or anything else like that, there is this element where they feel like they can't live with themselves anymore. And um, what's really important to know here is that when I was stuck, um, when I was in the depth of anxiety, I can totally relate to how he put it. I lived in I lived in anxiety about my life and my problems and my future. And I know what it's like to wake up and feel a sense of dread. And what we are told in most coaching and personal development programs is to challenge this voice. Or we are told to do affirmations when this voice comes up. You know, what nobody told me, not even my therapist that I saw for two years, was that you don't even have to fight it. All of this challenging and affirmations, and let's be honest here, battling this inner voice is about winning the battle. When I was working through different personal development programs or reading popular teachers trying to get myself unstuck, I would gauge my day on how well I handled this battle, how well I handled my ability to quote-unquote win this interior battle in my mind. And a good day would look like a day where I was able to win the battles and able to counteract this voice, and a bad day would look like a day where I wasn't able to win. And honestly, I got my ass kicked, and the voice I was fighting uh, with just walked away victorious, and I'm just kind of left in the dust. So the problem with this is this. I want to use a metaphor here. The problem is that this requires an enormous amount of mental activity, this battling, an enormous amount of consciousness, and above all, it takes up an enormous amount of time. And so the metaphor here is riding a stationary bike. You can spend as much time on a stationary bike and work as hard as you want and pedal your legs as fast as you want, but after you're done, you haven't actually gone anywhere. And this was really my experience in therapy. You know, I would do my workout, I'd feel good, and then I'd wake up and realize after the next week that although it felt good, it didn't actually take me anywhere. 
I was on a stationary bike, and if you're stuck right now, there's a really good chance that you're on one too. And it's not your fault. Because everybody out there talks about the importance of mindset or talks about the importance of winning this inner battle. Some even say that you know you just need to suck it up, pull your bootstraps up, and uh, be stronger, have more courage, all of these things. It's all about battle. This is a battle mindset. But the problem is, is that this teaching isn't deep enough. At least it wasn't deep enough for me, and I don't think it's deep enough for you. Because when I first read Eckhart Tolle's book, I thought I was losing my mind. But even in that sentence, there's a truth right there. I was losing my mind. Essentially what was happening was that I was able to step back and witness it versus being identified with it. One of my favorite teachers, Lot Kelly, who wrote the book Effortless Mindfulness and Shift into Freedom, he teaches on this very thing. And he says, the big realization when we go beyond the ego is simply seeing that we've always been okay. See, the ego, the mind, isn't the problem. It's not the enemy to fight. The problem is becoming identified with it. Eckert says it this way. What, are we talk, what we're talking about here is a state of alert attention to what is, where compulsive thinking no longer operates. This means you rise above thinking to a large extent in your life where you can face life without the interference of the mind, still being able to use the mind when it's needed, but not being used by it. I want to repeat that because this was a huge element for me to understand, still being able to use the mind when it's needed, but not being used by it. And that's it. And that's how you win the internal battle going on in your mind right now. That's one of the major keys that can help you unlock the prison door that you feel locked within. And listen, this may seem kind of insane. This may seem kind of crazy. But that's only because you're starting to shift your awareness from being identified with this internal voice and fighting with it to shifting to being the witness of it. And here's also a trick. And this is something I covered in our class this past Sunday. When you can shift from being identified and entrapped by the voices in your head to the witness, guess what else you can do? You can love the internal voice. You can show it compassion. You can show it love. You can be a loving mother to a child. So not only is the key to winning the internal um, battle, you know, not only is the key to winning is to become the witness so that you're not in the battle in the first place, so that you're not the participant, but it's also that you become a loving witness. So you get to ask yourself, if I'm the witness, what kind of witness do I want to be? Do you want to be the disapproving parent as you witness or the loving, unconditional, understanding parent? Because here's the deal. You know, A Course in Miracles, one of my favorite resources, teaches that our internal voice is really only coming from two places. It's either a voice of true love or it's a voice that calls for love. Either way, it's about love. So this internal battle that you're hearing and trying to fight is really a call for love. So can you step back from the fight and recognize it as a call for love? Because if you can, even ever so slightly, you will realize how much power and freedom there is in this. Thank you so much for listening. And listen, you don't have to do this alone. In fact, it's really helpful to have someone who can guide you through this phase in your life with immense understanding, safety, and non-judgment because I've been there. 
I love helping other people through this transition because on the other side of it, I know now that my breakdown led to a breakthrough, but it sure as shit didn't feel like it when I was going through it. So if you'd like to get help to get past wherever you feel stuck right now, I would love to talk to you. Our methodology is different. Our approach is different. It's completely unique, but it does work. And it works because it puts the power back in you. It is a true 180 approach to most traditional coaching programs. It doesn't take your power away by pushing you or holding you accountable. It guides you to your own power so that when you are done, you know deep down that you got this. You know deep down that you'll move through this phase because it's just a phase and you will come out on the other side stronger and more empowered to face whatever else comes up because guess what problems never stop you know when i got past my block and i got past getting unstuck it doesn't mean that that life all of a sudden stopped getting complicated of course it gets complicated but once you have the secret ingredient once you have the secret weapon you approach the problems way differently Because listen, our lives are in constant involvement. But what we can get better at is making sure that we know that we aren't the problem. Our approach is. Considering a different way forward always speeds up this transition tremendously. Judging it slows it way down. You are loved. I believe in you. Take care of yourself. Until next time.